Welcome to the Switch Clicks Podcast, episode 69. Nice. Recorded on February 1st, 2022. In this episode, we'll be discussing our first impressions of Pokemon Legends Arceus from a casual point of view. My name is Dakota, and today I'm joined by Nathan. Hello, hello. So, Pokemon Legends Arceus has been out for roughly, what is it, a Tuesday? Been out for four days. We've decided to do some first impressions before we release our um, in-depth played by tier review. We won't go too deep into the game because we do want to save a lot for that played by tier review. Um, I'm thinking it's going to be one of our biggest reviews, I'd had to say. So we are going to limit it to basically how much we like the game, maybe some specific aspects that we like, what games that we think kind of play like it, um, and then right at the end, we'll give it a unofficial play-by-tier ranking. It, it'll likely be different than the end of the main play-by-tier, but... So first of all, um, do you like the game? I'm enjoying it so far. Like, in terms of a Pokemon game, it's definitely more enjoyable than anything I've played before. From a general standpoint, I guess you can say it could get very... It's repetitive, though I guess you can say it's more like the brain-dead type of repetitive. So it's not exactly boring, but it's also not overly enjoyable, like consistently. Yeah, I've kind of found that too. The gameplay loop I've found is satisfying. It's not as satisfying as the Let's Go gameplay loop. I found the gameplay yeah, loop Let's like, Go was a lot faster and it was a lot more redeeming, you could say. Something about just like walking around this, you know, it's it's quite empty. The world is quite empty, but yeah, uh, it's it's not as impressive as any other open world game. I gotta say, yeah. And like walking around it, I see a lot of the same Pokemon again and again and again. And it's like, yeah, okay, in this thing. giant area, these four Pokemon spawn with like these maybe batch of other four that are slightly rarer than the rest. Yeah, I'm like, like okay, I don't know. want to see a Starly everywhere or a Shinx. Give me, exactly. give me some variety in these little areas. Like, if there's a pond, like, spawn a water Pokemon. Don't just give me another Shinx. I think, you're, to add to your points, the fact that Pokemon don't respawn necessarily in this game until you leave the area kind of makes this a little bit uh, rough on the if you're trying to grind the game out, which means you have to keep leaving or going back in, and that's something I'm not too big of a fan of but at the same time it helps me multitask and do other stuff in the game rather than having to stick to one area but yeah instead of waiting for them to respawn just to get the next yeah it could be a deterrent to any like shiny hunters but the fact that one area will spawn like a bunch of this one pokemon uh (laughs) yeah i guess won't even work (laughs) shiny hunters will work anyway like yeah i guess you can say breath of the wild and does the same thing but like at least that one feels a little more natural yeah you mean by like the enemies respawning yeah it's kind of like you get like all these preset spawns but at least it's a little more diverse in breath of the wild my favorite part of the game of any pokemon game is catching pokemon and the fact that i've maybe only seen if i had to guess like 40 to 70 pokemon that's quite the gap but i'm three areas in out of five i think and I've only seen like 70 Pokemon, which, okay, 151 in the original, but how many do you have to play with? A thousand, <laughs> nearly. Yeah, it's kind of, that that increase in the roster kind of comes by a little too slowly, I guess you can say. It's not, you know, something like, you're not, at the one point, I guess you could say you're not overwhelmed by this huge roster, but at the same time, 
it kind of adds onto it a little too slowly based on how much you progress. And I get that, like, the first area is a reference to the first route in Diamond and Pearl, where it has a Shinx and a Starly. And of course, those are the starting Pokemon. Oh. Come on, give me some variety. <laughs> yeah. The coolest part is finding, like, a new Pokemon that you haven't seen before yet and trying to catch mm. it. Like, those, those, yeah. those are the parts that I remember. Um, um, I guess another thing I don't... I'm a little iffy about, I guess, is the story. I won't dive into too much into it, because, obviously, uh, we don't want spoilers yet. But, um, I'm not too impressed by the beginning of the game, how you start off. I gotta be honest. Um, I, one of the reasons I got into this game was the fact that I wanted to see what an ancient you know, like, Pokemon world civilization would be like. But what we got was a... It because there is one gimmick that I think everyone really hates in any sort of movie or game. Time travel. Time travel? Okay, I had a feeling. Yeah. Like, um, I didn't watch the gameplay trailer of this, so, you know, I wasn't too... I'm not sure if they ever mention it, but I wasn't impressed by the way they presented the playable character going to be from that era rather than, you know, like modern day Pokemon. Yeah, the fact that you're not like just born into this world, yeah. but you're like sent from the future, which I assume yeah. would be future Sinnoh. Could be future Sinnoh, could be some hidden character in Diamond Pearl. Yeah. One part I do kind of like about, I know, the the old setting is some of the some of the characters in the game are references to basically other characters in the future. Yeah, um, their ancestors. Well, I don't and remember whatnot. the guy's name, but what was it, Golly uh, or something? He's red and blue, or no, yellow and blue, and he has a giant backpack. So Cynthia. basically, he is basically uh, Cynthia, um, and it's almost confirmed that she has uh, some kind of connection because first of all, they yeah. look like the same character, uh, and mm-hmm. then. Also, he eventually will get a Garchomp or a or wow. Gibble. Great. <laughs> there was <laughs> Which there was cool. also the um, yeah, that is pretty cool. It's kind of like the uh, the commander uh, motto from yes, the, yeah. He's he's a ancestor of Professor Rowan. Yeah, the character design there is quite obvious. <laughs> yeah, just change the hair color. And then speaking of the characters, I also feel like these characters in this game actually have personality versus uh, what I'm comparing to is Sword and Shield. Uh, That's actually very true. Sword and Shield, it's just Hop is super positive, and then the uh, the champion is super positive, and then uh, I don't remember any other characters. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> this is um, becoming a little more like the anime, but it's still not there yet. <laughs> yeah, it is very anime. Like some of the things that they say are like it's very obvious. Yeah, like, yeah. The Pokemon evolves in front of them. They're like, oh my gosh, the Pokemon evolved. <laughs> yeah no crap um and yeah the the your rival you could say if you choose yeah if your rival is actually has a personality she's like somewhat jealous in a way that people are giving oh. you attention um <laughs> and then i guess the the professor has the professor uh attitude it's uh, he, yeah he's nothing special professor attitude 
I, I just gotta say though, you're right about the whole personality thing. It's it's a little more apparent in this game compared to previous games. There's yeah, it must be definitely the a lot more. Yeah, better writing, and I guess even the facial expressions have changed a bit. Did you know that only less than 10% of our viewers are actually subscribed? Click on that little red button, because that statistic is incredibly low. Like, oh my god, what is wrong with you guys? Seriously, this is ridiculous. Each time there's like a cutscene or something, I can't believe they didn't put uh, voice acting in it. Yeah, this game could have used voice acting. I guess that's another thing to mention. <laughs> and like, there's a lot of dialogue in this game between characters about the world around you. The fact that it isn't like... Uh, the game isn't set in modern times, we can't really make assumptions on how far their technology has gone. So then the characters have to explain that to the player. So wouldn't that be like a thousand times better with dialogue and voice acting? Yes, exactly. This game Especially. would like be so much better with voice acting. Yeah, so they would technically have more experience with voice acting if they asked their anime studio to do so. Even I wouldn't even be satisfied with like grunts or like some short thing. Almost how Animal Crossing yeah. does it, but not really. But I don't know what's another game like that that basically every every time a dialogue starts, they'll like grunt or something. So if it's a uh, if it's a skater, Mario they'll go <gasps> Mario and yeah, Zelda. Exactly. Why don't they just do that? I don't know. Honestly, they <laughs> that's they like. I guess they focus too much on the Pokemon sounds rather than. Even the Pokemon sounds ever... are a little wonky. That's true. They kind of... I, I don't know what to say. It's its its retro, in a way. So I don't really... I'm not too, too picky on that. On that. Yeah, but I like, guess imagining humans... the sounds of a thousand different creatures are probably kind of a hard job. But having mute humans is kind of uh, outdated, to say the least. Especially, like you said before, in a dialogue-heavy game. Um, and speaking of which, um, I guess if you compare this game to any other game you've played, what does this kind of play like? Well, one obvious thing is somewhat of Breath of the Wild, but mm -hmm. the the open world is a lot worse. <laughs> Naturally, like basically find yourself your way back home. Like I find yeah. myself relying on the map a lot, even just to figure out which way I'm going. Um, but in Breath of the Wild, because you could go anywhere, um, I found myself barely looking at the map and just keep going. Yeah, Breath of the Wild's map is a lot more memorable in that sense, because there's always these different parts of the landscape and different yeah. biomes that come around with it. Yeah, so like, to this day, I haven't played the game in four or five years, and I still remember, like, the general layout of the map. Like, you go in the bottom right, and that's, like, the rainforesty wetlands. And then you start going on the top right of the map, and that gets to a few fields and mountains and um, mm -hmm. a couple of villages. Go up to the very top right, and that's the fire area. And then you keep going north, and that's, like, very foresty. So, there and then you, you get to windy area, and then you get to the sand area. So, and that's easy. For this one, I'm like, okay, we have five sections. Uh... <laughs> Two of them are the exact same, and one is for water, and one is probably for snow. There has to be at least one. That's oh, I, <laughs> I guess I guess water is another thing to mention here. Um, yeah, apparently, like your trainer, your character can swim for three strokes, <laughs> and then they start drowning. <laughs> yeah, and then somebody saves them? Question mark. <laughs> somebody saves them? I don't know. It's 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 the whole respawning thing that happens in every video game goes unexplained i 
I don't know. It's it adds a sense of linearity to the game. Like you can't swim across the river to get to another area. And I found because the world is like split apart, it's almost like you're going to the different um, gyms or the different cities in one world. Okay, yeah, you're done with this city. Thing. You've done your event or your whatever story beat. Now you go off to the next one. And then mm-hmm. you're basically in your route for like 20 minutes. And then you get back to your, to, you find your event. And then you're done with that and go to the next area. Um, it's almost, they're just taking the regular game and expanding on it. But uh, I'm not sure if the, this game is 100%. Yeah, it feels saying. a little experimental. If you to say the least, mm-hmm. like they just like you said, they took the formula and kind of just put it in a more open setting, but it's still relatively the same. Now I keep imagining this game in my head, like if we ever got a Gen Five remix. Yes, I'm waiting for those now. <laughs> um, <laughs> like in let's just say five six years, and we got Gen yes. Five remix. If they take like the graphics from this game and like the gameplay and camera from this game and throw it onto those, that could be an amazing game. Um, I'm kind of wanting to see, like, the giant buildings around me of the modern world. Yes. Yes. Uh, I forgot what the city was called, but yes. That would be amazing. (laughs) It was really good on the DS. You could see the large buildings, but imagine it in full HD 3D. That's crazy. Like, considering how immersive they wanted to make black and white, I... Can't, I I really want to see this type of thing happen. And with the updated, um, I guess, your character emotions and animation, with yeah. the very cinematic and very probably the best story in Pokemon from Gen 5. <laughs> like, Yeah, honestly, uh... there's no debate. Gen 5, <laughs> um, if it gets full-blown cutscenes, I'm uh, honestly, I probably might be the first game I go back to that's actually a <laughs> I guess you can say it's a regular Pokemon game. That's I, true. You know, that's that's. I guess this sets a bit of a expectation level then. Um. Oh, I gotta say one quick thing about exploring Legends Arceus. Uh, I kind of messed around in the first area and managed to climb up to a couple of the mountains close to the edge of the map. <laughs> and <laughs> I pretty much found out how they kept us in. They pretty much just stuck with the whole Breath of the Wild trope of having a a box, a text box up here that says you can't go any further. And then they also oh, yeah. add a bunch of fog around you. Yeah, it's weird and, that the fog kind of like goes all around you and not just in that one area, but sure. Yeah, and it's, it's really weird because like, it'd be nice if you could still see the rest of the map, but... There's maybe two more things I want to mention. Um, yeah. I really wish this game had the in certain... In Sword and Shield, in the wild areas, you could see basically other players just driving around. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't live or anything, but it was just just random NPCs with character names on them. Um, yeah. They were players, and you could talk to them, and you get some stuff. Um, but there is none of that. So I am walking around an empty world. Why am I the only Survey Corps member just walking around this? <laughs> yeah, everyone else is standing in a static area, or they're just not even there at all. <laughs> like... It's sure there's a survey core. Am, am I and my rival the only members? Like, what's going on? <laughs> At least have a team of them go around, because that would have been, that would make things a little less dead. Um, and I also wish they did kind of pull in some of the multiplayer aspects from Sword and Shield. 
um, like the raid battles. Like the raid battles yeah, were actually I... a really nice idea for multiplayer, but they decided to scrap that. Um, and make this it... more of a single player game. Yeah, because it really reminded me of um, I've never played a Monster Hunter game, but the alpha Pokemon in this game feel like a Monster Hunter. Like it, you could easily take some <laughs> aspects of Monster Hunter, um, and because it's basically the same game, <laughs> except That's, you have yeah. your own Pokemon. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what this is. It's basically just Monster Hunter mixed with Pokemon. Yeah, if they ever like dive deeper into the MMO style, I think they could make some amazing bank. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, maybe it's one a good last start. Thing. It's a good start to the formula, but I do hope they expand upon it more. This is a bit experimental. Um, I guess you could say. I guess. Bowser's Fury kind of felt like had the same issue too, where you just kind of go to one. It's like a fake open world where you go to one area, finish everything, and then move on to the next. So I hope there's a little more uh, stuff to do in between, or at least make the world less dead and a little more natural. Yeah, exactly. So where do you think it would land on our played by tier list? So far, you've gone so almost far. past the tutorial, but I've gone a little bit farther. Yeah, um, I'd have to give it like probably high C tier, low B tier. I'm around that. I'd say a high, high to mid B so far. I haven't finished the game or anything, so I'm yeah. not really sure. But I've played much better games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's much better games, even on the Switch itself. And there's a bunch of games that have done the aspects of Pokemon much better, especially the mm-hmm. open world. And that's the thing that is kind of trying to sell. Yeah, and I guess I guess you could say there is, I guess that's one plus to this game. It's a little more open than any previous Pokemon game. A good stepping stone, basically. Um, and I guess another point would be how they sort of innovated the Pokedex in a way and added a bunch of quests for you to do. Although I'm scared that it's gonna mean spending like hundreds of hours trying to complete. Yeah, um, there's. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's like 120 total requests, like side quests. So that might take a while if you're gonna 100. So 120 requests plus all the ch- all the the Pokedex checklist. And yeah. what the and heck? Catching a Pokemon, Pokemon multiple deck. times. Exactly. That's and battling them. <laughs> yeah that exactly. is a mess that is gonna take hours or like hundreds of hours to beat maybe this might be the next game i grind until you know i stop playing the game entirely we'll see how jg gets as like far as in a month or so that's true he he's really known for grinding out pokemon games like crazy that'll probably take around two to three weeks to make um we really want to go in depth on uh, the certain aspects we like and don't like and kind of go into detail on why because I feel like it would be really interesting to just go in depth because this is such a different Pokemon game. Yeah, it's so different. Like You need a full you know, full depth analysis to do this one compared to anything more. What does that play by tier video be like an hour and a half long? <laughs> It'll be a full Oh essay. gosh, that that's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll give one teaser out here. Uh, I'll just say that one person isn't going to be reviewing this game. It's going to be multiple people. 
Thank you for joining us in discussing our first impressions of Pokemon Legends Arceus from a casual point of view. We'd love it if you could follow us on Twitter and listen to future episodes on Spotify and iTunes. Join our community Discord server to continue today's discussion, and we'll see you next time on the Switch Clicks Podcast.